What's up, boys and girls? Here we are. All right, man, let me try this again. Um, unfortunately, I have not been very prepared for this recording, so I have been all over the place. So this is my third attempt at doing this. Mumbling through words and so on and so forth. But uh, i got a bit of a fucking mind today, so I apologize ahead of time. Um, there's a couple topics that I want to talk about. Um, the midterms are coming up very, very, very fast. And I'm going to make, you know, maybe a couple comments on that. Um which I think is hilarious. Elon Musk now took over Twitter. Um, I do love the hypocrisy that exists. Um, really, really looking forward to talking about that. But we're going to start off with something that I touched upon the last time that I recorded, which is I was looking into this castration thing. Um, I did a little bit of digging, not too much. It didn't really require much, and I really didn't see, um, see much about it. I just kind of really wanted to see where this report was coming from and maybe just some sort of a simple, simple explanation. So what I did find when I, when I searched, and again, I mean, it, I didn't really put in too much, too much time. Once I read what I read, um, kind of opened the door to it. I'm going to do some more reading on it. Um, honestly, it's been a busy week, so I really haven't had that much time. But here it is. So the castration thing that I was talking about is Alabama became the seventh state in the United States of America to be open to chemical castration of pedophiles and rapists, um, which is just such a fucking interesting topic. Because realistically, as a human being, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, good, fuck them. You know, if this is the way that they uh, interact with human beings, if these are the things that they do, um, then realistically, um, for them to never feel sexual desires for the rest of their life is a blessing. And that's how I feel. That's how I think most people feel. But when you start going and breaking down and asking a question about ethics, that's when things get a little interesting. Now, I'm basing ethics. Ethics are not emotional. And that's the difference, right? So that's one of the biggest things that people have a really, really hard time separating, especially in, in today's political market, is the fact that people cannot go and they cannot necessarily look at facts without including their own emotions into it, their own emotional point of view. Now, I understand that. That is your right. That's who you are. We're all human beings. The problem is, is that it starts to skew facts. And then what ends up happening is we end up in the position that we are in today, which is there's no way for you to know what is factual and what is a lie. Because while we also decided to include emotions and in, into our politics and into a lot of these things that are meant to be looked at in a black and white point of view, reason is supposed to rule. It's not the case, obviously. But when I look at this issue, um, where ethics really comes into is I have a problem. It, it really, really amplifies, first and foremost, the problem with our prison system. Privatized prisons are destroying what prison or what incarceration realistically should do. There are a couple things that are supposed to come from you being locked up. Number one, you are kept away from society. You have your freedom taken away. That is your punishment. 
is your freedom is taken away. Number two, you are kept away because you, that's the only way that you are deemed to be safe for society. Okay? Nowhere in, there, there are two things, one that doesn't belong and one that does belong but isn't. Rehabilitation is no longer a thing. And that's a real problem. What we're looking at is prisoners are become more and more cheap labor. And I'm going to be honest, like one of the most egregious, egregious examples of this was when Kamala Harris was running, I think it was prior to her running, I think she was considering running for vice president. It was released that during wildfires in California, she withheld evidence that would have freed prisoners in order for them to combat those wildfires. Afterwards, she released the information, and the inmates were released. Now, I mean, ethically, you're talking a whole another level. Because what you're doing, that's slave labor. That's slave labor, okay? Realistically, the labor of privatized prisons is as close to slave labor as you can get to in the United States. But... To withhold evidence and hold somebody wrongfully and using them for cheap labor is egregious beyond belief. I couldn't believe that not only did people not talk more about this, but that she was elected and not at least tried. Because what she did wasn't just ethically wrong, it was illegal as well. And she saw absolutely no charges come before her to this day. And that's a real problem. And that's the problem with, with our prison, American prison systems. There is no rehabilitation. There's none of that. Even parole. Parole is supposed to teach you how to be involved in society, how to hold a job, how to have an interview, how to interact with people. It is a way for you to start living like a normal human being, right, before you're totally let go. The problem is with the privatized system, parole now is a secondary punishment. That's all that it is. It's a secondary punishment. If anything, it impedes your growth. The amount of, the lack of resources are absolutely fucking staggering. These individuals are dangerous individuals that are supposed to be rehabilitated in order to keep our society safe. They have no funding. None. There is no governing, there really is no governing body to keep all this shit in check. So now you go and you're going to bring in, again, as a person, you know what I mean? If you're going to be that type of person, so be it. You deserve what you deserve, but ethically speaking, who is making that call? Who is making that call? And can we finally start saying that the prison system is what it is and what it isn't? Because if that's what you're doing, then you are no longer interested in rehabilitation. Furthermore, you're saying your system is so broke that you have to chemically change somebody in order to, you know what I mean, make them better. Like I said, I mean, prisons were never made for free labor, cheap labor. I mean, I understand you got the gulags and I understand the early prison system, that was the case. 
But again, this was federal, and this, a lot of it in the United States, for instance, what it was was for expansion. Now, does that make it right? You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, it's, it's as fucked up as it is now, I guess. Um, but at least, you know, they were a part of something, a sort of growth. The thing with re repeat offenders, there has been such a massive increase over the years. Honestly, look at the statistics of, I don't know, look at them in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Look at repeat offenders, and now look at repeat offenders today. What's changed? Well, society's changed, laws have changed. Our prison system has changed. It's not a coincidence. It's just something to really, really think about. Because we are truthfully giving up. And if we are truthfully giving up, then why not just bring back the death penalty? Why are you costing taxpayer money? I understand there's some money that goes into your own pocket of lifelong criminals, of murderers that will never see the light of day. Why do we keep them locked up? If there is no chance of rehabilitation, then just, then just give them death. And that's the problem, is that neither side can really make a decision. And there's a lot of this shit going on. So this Twitter thing makes me fucking laugh. Hilarious. 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 Elon Musk is coming under fire. They're basically saying, you know, you're going to fucking choose what to, what to censor, what not to censor. Um, what do you know about free speech? AOC actually said some shit about that. Questioning the freedom of speech. And it's like, really? You're going to question, you're going to go and, uh, and criticize for their rights, right? You. What if, like, why don't you, why don't you stay the fuck off of Twitter and do your job? Because you haven't done a fucking thing. Okay? Nobody gives a shit what you have to say. Because all the other platforms, I know when I was still in the service, I would post shit about shit that was going on, and Facebook would censor me. As if they were there, they would censor me. And that was okay. But now you're going to go and you're going to question Elon Musk about his censorship. You've been censoring people for questioning the, the, the validity of the, the validation, I guess. Not validity. I don't know. Of the COVID vaccine. And you shut people down. You took away free speech. Now you're going to go and you're, now you're going to question Elon Musk's belief on freedom of speech. Are you serious? And you're bitching about, what, $8 fucking blue check mark? Hey, I am so fucking sorry that you guys are pushing and laughing about people not being able to afford milk and gas while you sit there and fucking scream about abortion because it pushes your fucking team goal. But now you're going to go and you're going to question him? Are you serious? This is the woman. Oh my God, this, this woman's a fucking joke. All these celebrities that are coming in and they are so worried about, you know, freedom of speech being attacked. Has our freedom of speech been free? Because from what I'm seeing, there's a hell hole of, hell hole of a lot of threats, 
uh, can't, people try to cancel people, comments and, and posts being removed from social media. This is literally what the fuck has been going on for the last two years. And now you're going to act like you had all this freedom and now Elon Musk is going to take the freedom of speech away. Are you fucking ridiculous? You have literally shut people down. Okay? I know people who had relatives die because of wrongful care during the COVID fucking uh, uh, surge that couldn't even fucking say anything on face on social media because it was immediately be fucking pulled. Don't you fucking dare sit there and talk to me about censorship. You're a fucking joke. You're a fucking millionaire. Go fuck yourself. How about that? How about you stop bitching about your $8 fucking uh, check mark and start worrying about those people that are not going to be able to heat their fucking homes this winter? How about you do your fucking job? Hmm? It's weird, isn't it? You're so fucking oppressed. Every single one of you has, what, seven figures in your pocket? Get the fuck out of here. None of you are doing anything, anything to aid any of those people that put you in office. All you do is alienate individuals. That's it. But you want to sit back. And now because Elon has come over and he said, you know, enough is enough and bought out Twitter. Now you're going to go and gaslight. You're going to gaslight like a motherfucker. As if you haven't been trying to silence voices for the past two years. Because it doesn't fit your uh, political agenda. It's ridiculous. And people are only getting dumber. Because they're following suit. Fill up your gas tank. Tell me how you feel about the current... You know what? Fill up your gas tank and let me ask you. Does this feel better than it did two and a half years ago? Do you feel like you're going to be able to take care of your family with the same finances as you were able to two and a half years ago? People are attacking each other. The left is, you know, this is, this is, this is the strange fucking thing. And again, getting on this left and right thing, but I'll be honest, man, with these midterms, they're showing our fucking face again. And it is what it is. The left is literally threatening people. Legitimately threatening people. They're trying to take away, they're basically saying that your right to vote is too dangerous. You can no longer govern yourself. You can no longer control your speech. And you can no longer put together your own thought. They need to do it for you. And if you say otherwise, then you're a racist, you're a bigot, and you're anti-American. All while they're trying to silence a party to create a single party system and turn you into socialism. Doesn't make sense. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. It's like they're lighting fucking fires in a neighborhood. And then they're coming to you and they're telling you, hey, the right is fucking charging to put out the fires. A quarter. How could they be charging a quarter while these guys are fucking burning your house? And that's literally what's happening. Everything is an egregious lie. Politicians no longer, when they go and they make their 
make their plan for what they're going to do when they get in office. I mean, they always, they never really fucking follow through. But at this point, they're just talking points. They're not even making an attempt. There's no attempt whatsoever. And you still have idiots who are standing around. And again, they're pissed off because, you know what I mean, somebody hurt their feelings. I just had a conversation with my brother about this, you know, and he's just like, look, he goes, I just don't understand. You know, he wasn't the best choice. He wasn't qualified to do their job. And I said, I agree with you. But you can't scream for years that you don't want a career politician. All of a sudden, you get in somebody who's not a career politician and then bitch about them not being a fucking career politician. Like, are you serious? The other thing is not like he tried to do everything himself. He hired people to do the job for him. Again, said some crazy things. I find them entertaining because, honestly, uh, words don't really hurt. You know what I mean? You know, not being able to put food on your table. Not being able to go to work. Not being able to pay all your health care bills. That hurts. There's the amount of things that are being said that are false. And nobody, like nobody, and I mean nobody, is questioning anything. I still don't understand how there hasn't been an impeachment push for, um, for Biden. Like I seriously have an issue trying to understand that. Like at what point are you going to just call him an outward liar? Well, I'm going to do that right now. My man came in and he did a speech and he was talking about how the economy is doing fine. And when he came in, the economy was in shambles. And he's saying the gas prices were higher. Da, 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 da. I don't know if you remember a couple of episodes ago, I wanted to go and I wanted to show you what inflation was. So I went through and pulled up a bunch of numbers for you. But I'm going to pull it up for you one more time. Because one of the greatest talking points was saying that the gas prices has dropped since he came in the office. In 2020, the gas average in the United States was 212. As of two weeks ago, the national average is 377. Lies are lies. You know? It's like I said, I was talking to a dude, or I wasn't talking to a dude, but a dude was making a comment, and he's like, oh, because this is the most, most consecutive days in, in U.S. history that gas prices have been on a decline and the right just keeps spewing venom. And I responded to him, bro. I was like, bro, you know gas is still a dollar more expensive, right? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, and this is commonsensical shit. This is shit that people would see every single fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't something that you like, oh, man, you have to go and do research. You know, look at your fucking stock market. None of that. This is common sense. You're being lied to every single fucking day. I've said this time and time again, but now it's getting worse. Okay? Kids are OD at a rate that has not been seen. And the problem is they're now voluntarily OD. Now, what do I mean by voluntarily? Nobody wants to OD. What I'm saying is... If you buy an eight ball, okay, and you OD on cocaine, you knew what you were putting in your system, you decided to go the route that you did, 
It is what it is. Sorry, not sorry. But again, I'm one of the individuals that believes that everything, honestly, should be legalized. And prohibition, once and for all. You're going to see crime rates drop. And the most important thing, what I'm about to talk about, will, would not be the case. Kids are ODing now because fentanyl is being used to cut everything. Everything. And it's starting to hit a lot of interesting, at least a theory, I guess, is. Because there's no real, I mean, we don't know how much is being affected and how much isn't. But again, I can tell you, knowing somebody who um, died because one of their pills was cut with fentanyl, you know, it's happening. The OD rates are increasing, and the problem is, is now you can go and you can, you know, they can put that shit in everything. So now you got to question everything. Halloween now is a joke. Kids can't eat their candy because fentanyl is orderless, colorless, but it kills. Okay? So now kids can no longer even go and get candy in their fucking neighborhood and eat it. Because realistically, they don't know what's being put in their system. And unfortunately, what could be put into the system is extremely deadly. It's deadlier than heroin, boys and girls. And yet, it's not a problem. It's repeatedly being said that it's not a problem. My biggest fear is these kids that are experimenting with weed, I know you're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. Hey, man. Anybody who smoked weed for a long enough time, and in the beginning before you had your guy who knew what the fuck he was getting you, there was a strong possibility he got some laced weed at some point. I'm <laughs> just talking to people that I know that smoke. Probably about 80% at some point had something laced. The problem is, what happens if it's laced with fentanyl at this point? What happens then? This is an epidemic. That is happening. That's why prohibition on these drugs needs to fucking stop. It really does. Enough is enough. These nonviolent offenders need to be fucking. Give them an opportunity to fuck up. Really fuck up. And they'll come back. But I mean, dude, you catch somebody with a fucking half an ounce of fucking weed in their pocket because they bought some weed that's gonna get them through the fucking week or month or whatever, right? You're locking them up. You're trying to take a stance, but yet you're allowing fentanyl to spread like wildfire. I don't know. You know, you see like ladies of you just once again, man, just laugh at you know, all the shit that they claim that they fucking stand for, you know? It's like I said, I mean, grocery bills are really hitting. I see it in my friends, man. They got families, and all of a sudden I see, like, the last two weeks, man, they're spreading it out. Their box of fucking pasta is going for two dinners instead of one. No leftovers. Seconds are left for the kids. Parents just keep on keeping on. And I know you're going to sit there 
and you're going to speak and you're going to be like, well, that's, the, that's, that's what a parent is. You're absolutely right, that's what a parent is. The thing is, is that it wasn't like this. This is something that happened, cause and effect, boys and girls. Something happened to cause this to be the case. And what happened is pretty fucking obvious. Now, the problem is, is the reason why it's continued down the path that it has is that we're fighting amongst each other based on ideas, not about facts, not about facts, but ideas that are linked to your emotions and how you feel about certain people. How you feel about me, for instance, like let's say we work and I'm your boss. I'm not a dick or anything like that, but I'm going to say this like as an example. You may not like my ideals. I may not agree with yours. It doesn't matter. Do your thing. Do your job. Just because you don't agree with somebody's ideals doesn't mean that they are your worst enemy. But y'all are attacking each other. And at this point, the guys on the left, I mean, I hate to say it, they have nothing to stand on except noise. You've had an opportunity for two years, man. Inflation is going absurd. These fuel prices and this, this, this Russia fucking bullshit, this winter is going to be a rough one. The amount of people that are going to die is going to be sad. And it's not supposed to happen in a country like ours. But it's about to. And nobody gives a shit, including you. Because everybody gives a fuck. When you include emotions, the problem is is that you only worry about your close circle. That's it. That's why people get so angry. Because they feel like you're attacking them. Those ideas that you're defending aren't your ideas, stupid. They're somebody else's. So nobody's attacking you. They're attacking the idea that was proposed by another individual. Why don't you listen to what they have to say? And if you still disagree, why don't you tell them why you disagree? See if you reach a middle ground. Or you don't. Hey, man. Sorry, man, I don't see you way. Move on. Hard, right? But you have to attack that person over and over. And you do it through gossip. Just weak people shit. You know what I mean? Hey, did you hear what he said? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Nobody wants to talk to each other. And everybody just wants to run around and just gossip and gossip and gossip. And nobody is, you know, for all the fact-checking bullshit, nobody's fact-checking a fucking thing. When Biden said what he said about the gas prices, where the fuck was the fact-checker? Just ask because the numbers are there, man. You can go on fucking Google and you can find it in fucking five minutes. But less than five minutes, Jesus Christ. If you're a slow, slow, slow piper, maybe. But you know what I'm saying? Like, at what point? Like, at what point will people use their common sense? You know? And like, people are looking at it like, well, just work harder. Yeah, man, I mean, you're in your 20s, bro, but I mean, I don't know, a 60-year-old fucking retiree, I mean, how the fuck are they supposed to make ends meet? You don't think about that because it's not you. 
because you forgot what community is, sense of community, sense of tribe of any sort, because you allowed people to separate you. And now you're asking the government to more or less tell you what you can say, can't say. Because of misinformation. Because you are too stupid. Too fucking stupid. To decipher what is right and what is wrong. You are too stupid. While having a fucking miniature computer in your fucking hand. To fact check yourself. You're asking them to fact check you. Have you looked up what propaganda is? And have you looked up the history of propaganda? Maybe you should educate yourself and get off of the fucking reality TV there, fucking douchebags. There is so much for you to see. Just get off of your fucking TikTok and stop watching people living their lives and start living your fucking life. Start doing some research. Instead of asking people to fact check for you, fact check your fucking self. That's what people used to do. The more information we have in our hands, which now today is more than ever in the history of man, the less we are willing to use it. Isn't that sad? You'd rather watch some fucking retard do some fucking stupid dance that you're going to fucking copy because you think it's fucking cool to do what everybody else does. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be a fucking individual anymore. Everybody wants to look the same, act the same, so on and so forth. These are the people that are attacking people personally. I always say the same shit, man. I am a great shit talker. I love it. Really fucking do. But I have a rule, man. I don't attack somebody personally. It's just shit talking. And it's banter, man. It's banter about shit. Like sports, for instance. My buddy likes this team. I like this team. I don't understand why he likes this team. And why he doesn't like my team. So we shit talk. At the end of the day, I wish you luck this week, brother. We walk away. Imagine that. You want to go and you want to fucking... People no longer want to set the fucking example. The only shit that they give about is what's happening right now. Everybody's trying to become an internet superstar on TikTok. And nobody's giving a fuck about creating anything that's going to be long-lasting. And that is the hilarity of everything. And it all wraps into this whole thing. This midterm thing has turned into finger-pointing. People are now being called Nazis and all this other shit. People are being fucking threatened. Um, you know, uh, fucking Republicans are being called fucking terrorists by, by the fucking main media outlets. And y'all are too fucking stupid sitting there looking at your phone, looking at somebody acting like a fucking asshole. But you are going to go and you're going to scream from top of your fucking lungs while somebody is not, not wrong, not wrong, because that time has passed, boys and girls. But why they are a horrible piece of shit. And that's what you do. You're acting like a bunch of fucking middle schoolers who have nothing fucking intelligent to say, the only thing that you can do is destroy anybody else's ideas or things because you can't fucking create something for yourself. So you are going to sit there and you are going to copy what other people are doing 
and then you're going to go and you're going to bash and destroy other people's lies that you disagree with because that makes sense. And that, my friend, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you think about me, regardless of what you think about my content, if you have kids, regardless of what fucking side of the fence you're on, that's the example you're setting. That is the future you're creating. Congratulations. There is no open dialogue. Why did I create this show? Open dialogue, man. This is me free-flowing my free fucking ideas. Every once in a while, a couple of my buddies will jump on. And then we'll just go and we'll just talk about what the fuck. You know what I mean? What the fuck is going on? Sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. Who gives a shit? It's conversation. At the end of the day, your ideas are your ideas. Their ideas are their ideas. You're sharing ideas. But it doesn't change who the fuck you are. Y'all are so fucking scared that people are going to come in and fucking change who you are and your whole fucking perspective on the fucking universe that you attack viciously, sometimes physically. And then these news outlets and these fucking politicians like Hillary fucking Clinton downplaying the fucking violence that is happening in the streets and mocking people, not just downplaying it and backing it up with something so-called facts, but legitimately mocking people. People are getting robbed. People are getting beaten. People are getting beaten based on their sexual orientation and based on their religion, based on their sex. Guess what? All the things that you wanted to stop from happening because you wanted everyone to be equal, the opposite is happening right now. But Hillary Clinton stands up there and mocks not only the people, but mocks the local news that are reporting on these crimes. Because they're pulling this out of their ass. Just for shits and giggles, man. They have an unlimited data of footage of crime that nobody has seen before. They can just keep recycling over and over again. You want to talk about facts? You want to fight the abortion laws? Then fight them. That's your right. That's what petitions are for. That's what meetings are for. Don't downplay everything else that's happening. Don't alienate and destroy people. Everything has been politicized. And it's been politicized by you. Not you, literally you. But you know what I mean? We allowed our entire system to be politicized. And these are the things that are happening. When Hillary Clinton sat there and legitimately downplayed and mocked people for the surge in violence. I mean, I sat there and I'm like, man, what else needs to be said for people to fucking see what's going on? But you idiots are going to come and you're going to defend her. You know, she's got almost as many fucking, you know, kills as fucking Al-Qaeda. But you'll defend her. Not because you believe that she's not an evil person, but because she plays for your team. Individualism is a dying breed. Don't believe me? Look at the next, next fad. I want you to think about when you were younger and a fad came out. Some people followed suit. 
it got overplayed, right? And then people kind of like pushed back and started being themselves, you know? You don't want to be a follower. Look at it now. Look at a fucking, any one single fucking fad that goes on. If you're not part of it, you're a problem. That's what it's become to. Everything is a popularity contest. Everything, including politics. And it's a shame. Because like I said, I mean, a lot of these choices that are being made, they're not going to affect me. I'm 40 fucking years old. I'm good. I had opportunities. I've done the things that I wanted to do. I am still continuing working towards the things that I do. But am I going to be able to say the same thing for my kids and my grandkids? Probably not. Probably not. I told the story, I had a conversation with my son about a year, year and a half. Well, probably about two years ago. You know, and it was about uh, affirmative action. And, uh, you know, shit being taught in universities. And everything is skewed towards one angle. Um, and people are, you know what I mean, legitimately being attacked. Based on a person that they are. You know, like I said, critical race theory really took a heavy swing in universities when it first came out. They were kind of uh, flag bearers right, in certain aspects. Like certain universities that are privately owned, it's kind of sketch. You know what you're getting when you come in there, you know, whatever. But I mean, other universities, state universities, so on and so forth, there should be no business. Now, when it came into the high schools and middle schools and elementary schools, that's when I really had a problem because education is supposed to be unbiased. There is no room for your personal fucking opinion. I'm sorry, you're not the parent. That's not your fucking job. Your job is to spew out information, knowledge. That people can go and form their own fucking opinions and thoughts based off of that information. That's your job, stay in your fucking lane. Parents are still being removed by force. But, you know, nobody got tonight. Like, I can't believe that nobody has been talking about all of this and the impact that it has on the next generation, about the kids, about anything. Nobody's talking about that. And that's on a right, too. On a right, I feel that they've been waiting for this midterm, and I understand. I get it. This is when you try to swing the pendulum back over. Even though, by the way, people are being vilified. Legitimately, people are being vilified. If they're, they're expecting a larger turnout than in the past. But I wouldn't be surprised if within the next few days, these scare tactics are going to cause people not to vote. People are going to start becoming afraid to vote. Because you're being called the enemy of the state. Because of your choice that our entire country is based off. And it is what it is, I suppose. Look at the attacks, man. Look at the attacks. DeSantis and, you know, any, you know, he, he's the guy who really popped in my head. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't 
There's a lot more, um, but I'm not going to try to remember the names because then it's going to be me stuttering for about 10 minutes. But they're being attacked personally. You know, it's not about politics. Like I said, I have, in my last podcast, I talked about man, how fucking commercials. It's great because now, um, the other day I was watching TV for the first time in probably 10 plus years. I saw an action figure fucking commercial on TV. That's crazy. I haven't seen that. Especially, like, recently, because the only thing you see is campaign fucking commercials and pharmaceutical uh, company fucking commercials, which is sad. But the commercials that you see for, uh, for the midterms are fucking hilarious. It's like, I am... I am Brenda so-and-so, and and I'm a pissed-off Democrat. Dude, I don't give a fuck. How about that? How about you tell me what... Not you, because nobody gives a shit about you. You're just... You're just that fucking generation of... "Mm, My feelings are hurt. I'm triggered. Nobody gives a fuck if you're triggered. I'd love... (laughs) Nobody's ever pulled that shit on me, man. But, uh... Yeah, that'll be a really fun day. Looking forward to it. Nobody gives a shit. Why don't you tell, get back to telling us why you want in office and then at least to some degree, even with 40%, follow through. Go back to the way the politics always were. Politicians were always liars. But at least they would go and they would appease people by doing something. I look at a piece of shit like AOC and yes, I'm calling you a piece of shit. The reason why I'm calling you a piece of shit is because you are the biggest fucking hypocrite. The biggest hypocrite. And here's the crazy thing. This might blow you up. I mean, anybody who's listened to this for a little bit, maybe not so much. I actually thought that as far as like New York is concerned, that she could honestly be part of the solution. Because I really thought as radical as she was, she was young enough And she was using a social media platform at that point. And I felt that the backing of the people would really, really push her in the right direction. But she has done nothing. She has done absolutely nothing. Except (laughs) talk about how oppressed she is. You know? Like I love, um, you know, that like the whole fucking acting behind the border and all this and that. Like, you know, Kamala Harris hasn't been at the border yet. Like, really? Like, what are we even talking about? Like, why are these people even there? You know what I mean? Biden barely knows where the fuck he's at. What he's been saying during this midterm election run is absolutely false. I mean, he is spewing literal... You can check them. So don't, don't, don't look at me as some right-wing fucking freak. You can literally check them. Are blatant lies. And everybody's cool with it. Everybody's okay with it. But it's funny, man. Obama, AOC, as they're doing their national runs to try to, you know, push support towards their parties, more and more people are becoming upset. And these individuals are looking down at these citizens and telling them to hush up and this and that. These are the people that elected you at one point, homie. For all intents and purposes... They're your bosses, or they were your bosses, if you're a former, like Obama. 
it's just the way it goes, man. You keep fucking people long enough, people are going to get tired of the bullshit. You can't keep piling lie on top of another lie to distract you from the first lie and expect for it to be a long-term way to run things. And that's what's happened. Tell me where I'm wrong is kind of what I'm asking. People think maybe I'm over-exaggerating. Whatever the case may be, show me where. Show me where I said something that was so fucking extreme that it made you be like, holy fuck. Like I said, man, these are opinions. But at least I do some research. I don't just sit there and just talk out of my ass about shit without knowing anything about it. Do I do the most in-depth research all the time? No. If I have the time, I sit down and I absolutely positively do. But there has to be some facts. You can't win an argument on emotion. You will always lose. The way you win an argument, the way you win a debate, the way that you prove that you are right is through facts. There are no facts. And when you go to vote this next week, hopefully you think about some of that. These guys are vilifying the Republicans, and it's hilarious. They're vilifying the Republicans while the Republicans had no power. So it kind of really makes you wonder, right? So you took all the power from the Republicans, but they're to blame for the failures that exist today. Even though the numbers, which by the way, are rooted in facts, speak otherwise. Keep allowing people to gaslight you. You're going to become a bigger fool than you've ever thought was possible. While you sit there and tell people how much smarter you are than them. While you spew shit that is uncredited and has no research or no facts behind it. But because somebody else said it, you're repeating it. The sad thing is, is like, it's easy for me to say, sit here and say, hey, man, you made your bed. Now, you know, enjoy the fruits of your labor. The problem is that these decisions, and this is what people don't fucking realize, they don't affect just you. They affect everybody else around you. So as much as I want to sit there and be like, you're the idiot who made this happen. Have fun trying to put food on the table. Unfortunately, the sad thing is that it's affecting so many more people than you. And I could really give two fucks about you. You're, <laughs> you're saying that you're against millionaires, yet everybody that you elected is one. Because you allowed it to happen. There used to be laws to protect from people in office getting rich. You let those pass by. So before you go and sit there and start talking about, uh, you know, how millionaires and billionaires have no room to, uh, to think about censorship and what censorship is, I want you to think about who's in charge of Facebook, TikTok, and all those other affiliates. They're all million slash billionaires, you dipshits. 
And that's the thing. Everybody's become a hypocrite. Because the things that you say that you are against, you're for, you're supporting. And it just goes round and round, lie after lie. It's time to stop this shit. I hope you all think about this. As I said, as this next week up is upcoming, I hope the right choices are made. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, I suppose. Anyway, hope you all enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Catch you on the flip.